Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Red Bed TV. It's the instant match reaction after Liverpool got their pants pulled down by Manchester City at the Etihad. I am Paul Mitch, and I'm joined by Chris Page. Still in the studio. We've done the fan zone commentary. Uh, we've had a bit of had a roller coaster of a week, haven't we? Doing these shows, we've gone from drawing the most dullest game of football ever with, with Everton. Then we've come through. We've seen us absolutely batter Crystal Palace. Then we watched Chelsea beat Man City and Liverpool win the league. And now in what was meant to be like the big, I don't know, like hurrah, Liverpool rocking up to the Etihad and, and dominating and showing why they were the champions. Man City absolutely battered us. Yeah, they pulled our pants down, didn't they? Um, it's still been a good week. Mm. And okay. tonight's not been good. No. Like the, you know, the performance there wasn't good enough. Yeah. Um, that's something that you're going to be disappointed with. That you're going to you're going to think back and you go, oh, "Fucking hell, that was a terrible performance." Great performance by Manchester City, but mm -hmm. a terrible performance by Liverpool. Um, it's it's irritating. It's irritating. But we are league champions. It sounds stupid to just keep harping on about it, but fucking hell, we've been league champions for a week, mate. No, but it's a legitimate. It, it is a legitimate thing. It's possible to think that it was a it was a shit performance, and it's possible to 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 accept that that performance isn't good enough, and to be disappointed by it. But also, I can't. I, it, it, for me, I, look, it's a competitive game of football, so it's not a pre-season game, and it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be thought of as such. But I, and it's just me. I don't expect this from the players, and I don't think expect the players to feel this way. But anyway, by the way. I can't pretend I have a greater emotional attachment to that game than I have. Mm. Uh, and, and anyone who may, might expect that, that's fine for people to have expectations and they can have expectations of themselves or expectations of the Liverpool players. I said it during commentary. Um, I'm, I don't. I hate seeing Liverpool lose any game of footy. I'd hate to see Liverpool lose a kickabout in the street outside ours. But I also... I think about what I've been put through in the Liverpool Man City games in the past. I keep mentioning 13 14, like the joy of Coutinho scoring the goal that, that, that won that game. I think back to the one where it was a 3 1 or 4 1, whatever, where we beat them at the Cops first game, game in charge. I think about the Champions League games. I also think about like the Mares penalty in the last minute, you know, last season. I was like, you know, we thought we'd absolutely thrown that away. I think about 11 millimeters. I think about all those games. And I will never throw this game in with those games. Personally, it is, should be thrown in because it's a competitive fixture and it will go in the form guide and it will be all there. Provided Liverpool react, I don't know. Uh, that's just me. That's just my no, take on it. Look, you can't help how you feel when you watch a game of football. Mm -hmm. you know, we said this last week when we were winning the league, You know, when Chelsea were playing Manchester yeah. City. I went into that game and I've said it time and time again already. I went into that game thinking I wanted to win it at the Etihad. Well, I'm glad we, 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 that wasn't an offer anyway because yeah. you know, we got absolutely battered. <laughs> Imagine, imagine um, if we had to win tonight. That would have been—you'd feel terrible if that happened then. Yeah, you know. And then, 
even though you knew mathematically we were still going to win the league, not necessarily definitely, but you'd still be sweating a little bit after that, like, can the boys react, blah, blah, blah. The fact is, when I, when 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 we're 4-0 down, I don't feel like Liverpool were 4-0 down, like, like I normally feel. And yeah. It's not a scoreline we get very often, is yeah. it? You know what I mean? But, you know, th- there is a feeling that you get where it's just, like, pure hatred and anger and everything when Liverpool lose. I didn't get that tonight. No. I, You know, because... because I can see the bigger picture, and the bigger picture is we're league champions. Yeah. That's what matters here. Yes, it's disappointing. Yes, the performance was crap. Mm-hmm. Yes, Man City were brilliant, but it didn't hurt me like it normally does. Yeah, and uh, we we did a big chat. Well, a big chat. We did a chat about Carlo Ancelotti on on our podcast on the Machin Page our podcast, which is up on our YouTube channel right now, by the way, which is a much happier place to be because <laughs> it was pre Liverpool losing the game a game of footy. But we talk about for me again. You can't. There's too much credit in the bank right now. I'm still riding the high of us winning the league, and I still haven't seen us lift the trophy yet. So we haven't even. It's won, but I also haven't even got to experience the pure high of it all yet. But we were talking about Ancelotti, and I referenced Alison Becker and Klopp as well. Is that when you're when you've got someone who's so good at something, and this side is so good, and there's a reason this side are 20 points ahead of Manchester City. Happens. Look, we've had game seasons where City have been better than us, and we've beaten them. Mm. You know, it 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 happens. It it does. I I have a bit of a lazy fair attitude about it because it's we've got the right people in the right positions, and we've got you know at, at every level of the football club that losing to Manchester City it shouldn't it it shouldn't hurt because you trust that it'll be fine. You trust that we'll probably we'll probably just bounce back against Villa, and even and even in the worst case, Chris, even if we lost the remaining six games of the season. It would be annoying because I'm going to have to sit and watch them, and I'm going to have to live through it. But I should never. It will never undercut the fact that all I wanted this season was the league title, and I never thought we were capable of winning it this season. So that can't be that, that can't be taken away from me. You and we've got we're, we're capable of bouncing. We've got Jurgen Klopp in charge. We've got all of our players. Everything that we've said pre-match, everything that we've said when we've talked about how amazing this side is still stands. Mm-hmm. Great sides still lose games of football. Apart from maybe the Invincibles, generally speaking, <laughs> great sides lose games of football. I mean, yeah. the Invincibles didn't win every competition that season. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, did they? So every great side lost the game of football. It happens. It's football. It's mm-hmm. why we love it. If it was just going to be fucking the best sides always win every game, people would probably be quite bored of football by now. Yeah. Going on every year and just you know teams just going through, not losing games of football. Well, there's a reason why people don't have a great affinity for Manchester City and that, and and, and it's. It's football manager syndrome. Whenever you get to that point where you, you'd automatically win every game, and you're just into the point where you can just click continue and you just go through it all, it loses the you lose your interest in, in games like that. And you know there's got to be there's got to be highs and lows. There's got to be reasons. There's got to be reasons because it's a competitive, competitive sport. We forget sometimes that it's not just our eleven lads going on the pitch. And a lot of times this season it's felt like that because we've been so much better. But you know we we haven't. We haven't added all our own way, and yet we've managed to construct the yeah, lead. A, the lead that we've that we've just, had. To spin it all back, yes, it's a competitive game, but it's, there's also humans at the at the heart of it. And you can't tell me that us winning the league didn't affect that performance. You can tell me, I'm not going to believe you mm-hmm. for a fact. And I'm not saying that they drank so much air that they're being unprofessional because I don't think that happened either. Mm-hmm. But we weren't at the level that we needed to be at today yeah. for 
probably the fact that they did have a big celebration. They did have a big drink one night. Probably not a huge drink, but these are elite sports people who don't drink probably during the season. This yeah. might affect them. Yeah. You know, everything that we fought tooth and nail for to get to there, this week hasn't been that. No matter what you say, even from just the the interviews that every player's had to do, more so twice, three times, four times more interviews. You know, their week has been disrupted by them winning the league. Mm -hmm. Their week was disrupted by them going out and partying on a Thursday night, on a school night, for goodness sakes. Like, a day after, the day after, you know, that will have a a compound effect on this performance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the difference is, Man City didn't have that. Man City were at the peak of their power, saying Liverpool went at the peak of theirs. And the thing is, we say they can get up to the level only by margin, by fine margins. fine margins. The score, the score doesn't reflect the overall performance. I don't think anyway. I think it reflects that Man City are, can do, Man City can do that. We've done that. We've done that to Man City. It's all in your fine margins. If you take your chances, it's a different game. If we take out, we you know the first 10, 15 minutes, we did more than enough. We were well in that game. We were we were on not necessarily on top because we we commented it being quite basketball like it was very end to end, but we had more than our fair share of options. There was a chance when the, the a time when the chances and the shots on target were balanced. It was a balanced game of football, and they're the fine margins. The fine margins. It wasn't that Liverpool didn't put an effort in. It's bollocks. The idea that Liverpool were fucking hung over and, and still pissed. I didn't see that in the effort that Liverpool expended on the pitch. Didn't see that in any way, shape, or form. What I saw was, and whether this is whether be, what we talk about rhythm, and we said it is, is having a week between games, which it should be a godsend. But at the same time, do Liverpool do, did Liverpool need to have that break when they're only just they're only just coming back into the game? That and then maybe again, that's when you say, and maybe a day's training or a day's recovery that was damaged a bit by being on the pitch. Doesn't excuse Sadio Mane's inability to control a football inside the 18-yard box because he's better than that and he's had better games than that. The all-around system, largely for large portions of the game, was okay until it got until the game got away from us and the games got away from you. Then you, you then yeah, the it. game plan goes what, out the window. What do you want from Liverpool in that game? I think I, I think we were talking about it at half time earlier. Is that the game got away from us because we allowed the game to get away from us? We didn't. There was no like right. Let's just sit, focus, keep the ball for a bit. There wasn't any of that. It was just continue. Right, we're going to get a breakthrough. We're going to get a breakthrough. And then we're two down. And at that point, again, you take a breath, you breathe, you settle on the ball. None of those things happened. Game management wasn't very good for yeah. us today. We just continued to plough on. And unfortunately, every time they were attacking, it seemed like they were scoring. Well, the first three shots on target go in yeah. for a start. You know, Joe Gomez gives the penalty away. Obviously, that that's going to happen. Raheem Sterling, Brilliant, whatever you know, and then obviously you get the fourth where Ox is um, Ox is on goal and stuff. But those things, I think, if it had been a more important game, the game plays out differently. Yeah. From just a tactical point of view, maybe, maybe. I, I, but again, it, it, we wanted to go and assert our dominance today, mm-hmm. and I don't, and that's what we weren't able to do. Yeah, because well, at the Etihad, we don't normally play like that, Paul. No, true, I'm, I'm, and I and you're right, and I think we went. We went to a certain dominance, and again, it boils down to the fine margins against Manchester City. You don't get if you get a, if you get one chance to take a goal. Look at look at the goal that's broken the deadlock in so many of the games against Man City. It's Alex Oxlade Chamberlain striking one from distance. It's Fabinho striking one from distance. We we it's a, it's a special goal that cracks them, and then what we do is we follow up quick with another with another dig, and we floored them with two goals. 
They've just, done, they've just done that to us. There's no shame in it. It's just a bit embarrassing because we've got to live in a world where Manchester City scored four, four goals against us. It's embarrassing from a banter perspective. But again, I wouldn't say that Liverpool were, were catastrophically wrong in it. I don't know what the game plan is when you're 3-0 down against a world-class team like that because... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot... We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You either, you, you've only got two choices. You're not going to win the game. So you've either got two choices. You either, maybe we should have gone, maybe Cater should have come on sooner. Because I think, and again, it's hard to tell because Man City don't necessarily have to go for it by the point that Cater comes on the pitch. But he actually changed our style. He changed our approach. All of a sudden, you just be, you're breaking a line with one man in Cater, and we looked better for having him in the midfield. Chamberlain didn't didn't do more than Henderson was doing in that position, and Henderson actually dictated the play quite nicely from the six, but. Fabinho was a makeshift centre half. All mm. of a sudden, it, it didn't it didn't make us better for having to make having to make the substitution. No, look, I, you know, I think about their performance. The two players that I would say were on first watch were probably the most important for them, yet the least effective would be Gundogan and Rodri. Mm-hmm. That gave them a solid base yeah. to be able for the four lads ahead of them. And it's quite often the case sometimes when I think about when I'm when I'm at games and I watch Wijnaldum play. And then I, and, and I think he's been brilliant. And then I'll listen to people or see people talking about how he wasn't in the game and stuff. And I'm like, that's totally wrong. And I wonder whether I've had that thing with Gundogan and Rodri mm-hmm. there. I wonder if... Because they're showing a little bit of respect there with the two almost defensive midfielders, mm-hmm. but allowing the rest of the teams to play. Liverpool didn't have that today. We didn't get a foothold in the middle of the park. We lost the game in the middle of the park today. Yeah. We, just didn't get, we just didn't keep the ball well enough. And you know we weren't able to get Trent out too often after that first. We had a minutes. very one-dimensional game plan, which was fine because Man City had exactly the same game plan, slightly nuanced, different. We talked about it. Liverpool's game plan is to get Salah or Mane in behind. City's was largely to get 
Jesus in behind and when that didn't didn't wait, they adapted to get more players up in and around and just just again touches were just a little bit sharper a little bit a little bit better whatever but you, again we yeah we we, we were play, playing direct and the problem is like as you say what do you do what do you do then do you go but we, we all of a sudden we got a lot more of the ball once it's once we're three 0 down, because City don't need it anymore, they're fine. They're fine to just hit us on the counter attack again. We've been, we've played this game out on the reverse so many times. That is the archetypal Liverpool Klopp game. Get it, get get up, get the game won. We do it to Arsenal all the time. You just you know Arsenal come swinging for you. You knock them down. You get a couple of goals up, and then you and then you absolutely destroy them on the counter for the for the rest of the game. But we didn't have a, that middle section of the game. Once the game was gone. We didn't have another thing, and all they did was it, that ball, quick ball over the top, works when they're playing a high line. The second they go to two nil, three nil, they just sit back another 10, 15 yards, and that ball's not on anymore. But we didn't change, we didn't change it. That was when we needed to get someone on the pitch to just go and drive at them because that's what you need to that's do. That's why the substitution makes sense. Yeah. It didn't work. You can't, sense. you can't upset their defence with diagonal balls over the top when they sat, when they sat in not deep, deep, but they were sat in, sat in deeper. You need to run at them, and that's you know, what Man City changed it up. Man City caused us all kinds of problems once they got the confidence up, and yeah, that, we just I never think Foden, Foden certainly. But it was those areas of the field certainly maybe start of the second half where Sterling starts to drop a bit deeper and mm -hmm. run at the defence, doesn't he? And we didn't do that. He pulled us out of position, mm. and they made they, and they gave Sterling gave Gomez problems. Gomez had a bad game. Yeah, it happens. Sterling's a really good footballer as much as we wish he wasn't, and as much as people can joke that oh he'd only scored one goal in twenty twenty. Well, you know what? He scored two now because <laughs> um, he's a really fucking good footballer, and he's probably and he look, Sterling is in the prime of his career, and Gomez is still on the way up. Sterling is world class and Gomez isn't world class yet. It happens. That's what happens when really good players come come head to head. I've seen world class, well class defenders get dumped. Yeah, exactly. But We've seen like Salah's Henry and Carragher. Carragher was world class when Henry was ripping him everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, and we see like Salah's better than Otamendi, and Salah always comes out on top. And Nicholas Otamendi, these things happen, don't they? Gomez will get better, fortunately. But again, Andy Robertson, we'll do more on this on the final word tomorrow. We've got a bit more time for it. But again, the individual battles when it came down to it, City's tactics forced our players into one-on-one -on -one confrontations. And if you don't win your confrontation, and that's where sharpness can come into a fact. Or sometimes we always talk about it, it's a bit of it's a cliche, but the irresistible force and the immovable object. If there's even a fraction of give in either of those, what one of them's gonna come out on top? They're not. If there's a, if there's a slight chink in the armor, if you're smashing two things together, the one that's even fractionally weaker is gonna lose in that battle. Mm. And that's the story of what happened to Liverpool. Apart from the fact that Sadio Mane was just dog shit up front and couldn't control it, couldn't control a thing. But even the best players in the world are allowed to have off days. It's just unfortunate that when you have an off day against Man City, you get absolutely pantsed. Yeah, you do. I mean, and I've got the I've got the stats in front of me here, and you know, um, if we can go through them, Tom, if that's okay. Um, I've got ball possession. Um, Liverpool actually had fifty two percent of the ball to Man City's forty eight. You know, first half we actually had forty nine. Second half they dropped a little bit deeper. We were going for a bit more. We had fifty seven percent of the ball. Mm -hmm. uh, if we go to the shots on target, they had fourteen shots in total, six on target. We had eleven shots. Only three of which were on target. That's not good enough for Liverpool. That's mm -hmm. not, you know, they they were blocking more shots. Than us. We had six block shots. They only had two. So we had one big chance and we missed it. They created four big chances and they only missed two of them. You know, but we did it the woodwork as well, Paul. Mm -hmm. and 
And the story of the game for me is that they took their chances. When it, when it came to it in the final third, they took their chances better than us. Yeah. Uh, and that's the difference. That's the four goals. Mm, 100%. Uh, let's get to a couple of comments before we wrap up then. Um, Tony Blakeway saying, just seen Sterling's face in the Guard of Honour during a montage. The buggers had a camera on him and denied us that pout. Yeah, that was all oh. I was looking for from the Guard of Honour. The Guard of Honour, I'll, I'll talk about more. There's loads more topics we've not covered because we can't do it on this show, but we will be discussing the Guard of Honour shit. We'll be discussing more on Joe Gomez. We'll we're discussing more on Andy Robertson's performance and the all-round performance on the final wage show tomorrow. So if you want more in-depth analysis, if you're a member, if you're a Tier 2 or Tier 3 member on YouTube, you get that show tomorrow afternoon when that's recorded and that's uploaded. Or you can go to redmentv.com and sign up uh, and you get access to all of the extra shows we do, including the Around the League show, the Reds News Roundup, um, and, of course, obviously the final wage shows and the back catalog of incredible interviews that we've done with Liverpool players, past and present as well. But a couple more quick comments. Um, Thomas, what? As well. As well, um, Thomas says uh, Liverpool don't have a ruthless finisher. Disagree. We do. His name's Mohamed Salah, and he was having a pretty good game up until the point where he wasn't. <laughs> you know, and, but no, but that, 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 that's it. Probably the one that you know still looked at the most difficult. But I can't, I can't buy into this. And it'll, this is what happens, Chris. Because again, I'm, I keep mentioning it, but I'm writing the book this year's book, and it's just the same things on repeat. If Liverpool don't comprehensively win a game of football, there's the same tropes, and they change a little bit season by season. But it all comes out. It'll either be we need a creative midfielder or we need a ruthless finisher, and then there's the other ones we need left back cover, and we need this and this. And none of these are necessarily a hundred percent wrong in so much as things but we've got two lads who can conceivably win the golden boot we did both won the golden boot last year no other team has that no other team has two lads who are quite up there and City have got a lot of goals spread around the place when it's the Premier League it's it's very it's very rare for us to have that week so, in yeah. week out consistently Mohamed Salah for three years now has proved he's the best striker in the league yeah for three years, like even look at you know the loving for Aubameyang, you know and how fast he's got to fifty goals. I think it's was it seventy nine appearances. Something like that. Salah sixty two. Something like that. I mean, you know, we have got the best striker in the Premier League, I think, mm-hmm. and we've actually got two of the best five maybe, and they're not even strikers. Yeah. And then you consider that actually, what stepped what stood us apart this season. We've got the best defense in the league, and so it sounds stupid to say after you've just been walloped four 0 but. When you think about a league season, I'm trying not to use too many cliches here. Consistency is key. Mm-hmm. You can lose a game of football. You can lose two games of football. But you don't get to the point sort of that we're on right now mm-hmm. by being a shit side. Yeah. And you don't get there without hard work and effort and a great defence. And that's what we are. We're a great defence and we're a great side. We've got 86 points, Chris. Which is which is more than enough to win the league title on the in the vast 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 majority of every Premier League season. So Liverpool and it, if it always feels we're so used to a, a result meaning catastrophe or what we're trying to achieve being having the legs cut off or having a deeper wider meaning. What we've learned under Jurgen Klopp is two things: the league's already won. So it's one. So it's literally it's just waiting to be put in the trophy cabinet. But it's also a side that bounces back very well from defeat. And I, I trust no Liverpool side more than this current Liverpool side to have a look at themselves in the mirror and go, go on, we'll pick ourselves back up again. And even then, look, I, we don't know. None of us can know. I can't. I can't say there's any more. I, and this is why I go back to my point at the top. I'm trying my best to be angry for the people who want us to be angry. I just, I physically don't, I cannot generate an emotion I do not feel. I'm I'm annoyed at best, but it'll be fine. <laughs> it's 
genuinely, this is not me trying to say it'll be fine when we had Roy Hodgson in charge and it was fucking bullshit bluster just based on optimism, pure optimism. This is optimism found, grounded in fact. It's the best Liverpool side in the Premier League era, without a doubt, because it's the only one that's won the title. It's the best Liverpool side. Arguably, you know, if they, if they play a few more wins, we'll see us as this will be the best Liverpool league side ever, just in terms of the points they put down. So, listen, it fucking could be worse. Ten years ago, we had Roy Hodgson in charge, and if you think it's anything, if you think it's bad, it's not. <laughs> You're wrong. It'll be fine. Um, Chris, thank you very much. Uh, the final word show is coming tomorrow again for Tier 2 and Tier 3 members on YouTube. So sign up to your membership now and you get access to all the amazing custom votes, including the Premier League trophy, which is going to be handed to Liverpool in the coming weeks, which is fucking boss. Um, and yeah, it goes to RedmanTV.com if you can't be asked and sign up there for a more traditional approach, which will give you access to this all in podcast form as well. So if you really prefer your content on the go, go to RedmanTV.com and sign up. If you prefer your content on YouTube, get it that way instead. I'll be back tomorrow with the final word. Hope to see you all there. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.